Good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you today? <laughs> I am super swell. <laughs> Woohoo! This is, uh, I'm Katie. And, oh, and I'm Eric. And this is 30-minute series where we talk about TV shows and, where, well, where we usually talk about TV shows. We had a show in November, then we had a show in February, and then we had a show in April. <laughs> and now it's September. It's September! What? So, this is the Back to School episode <laughs> yes, there you our 30-minute series where we used to talk every week and then we stopped liking each other. <laughs> and so, in the past 10 months, we've only spoken thrice. <laughs> wow. um, I know, isn't that horrible? Mm -hmm. uh, but the premise of the show, if you haven't heard us before, and why should you have, is that <laughs> we, we each pick a show that we really, really like or hate if that's the way you want to do it, um, and convince the other to watch or not watch the show. Mostly mm -hmm. watch, mostly like. We're, we're all about the positive vibes here, 30-minute mm -hmm. series. <laughs> um, and we haven't talked for a long time. The last time we spoke, I said I was watching Friday Night Lights, which I'm still watching, which I still love, and you were watching When Calls the Heart on oh, Hallmark yeah. mm -hmm. because, you know, because you're uh, a 60-year-old woman. So, um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but it was fine and it, it sounded charming and I put mm -hmm. a maybe for me, but that's okay. Um, yeah, we've, we've watched and reviewed a ton of, of awesome shows in, in the past uh, couple of years mm -hmm. and we will continue to do so. And I think next week, um, our next episode will probably be the fall 2016 two-part preview spectacular, which we like to do. Yes, indeed. Very popular episodes as well. Mm -hmm. We usually do it in August, so we're a little bit late this year, mm -hmm. but that's okay because n not much has started. Just a couple things are, are sneaking into the, it's like, oh, that's on this week. What? Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but Anyway, so did you have a good summer watching TV? We haven't talked since April. <laughs> so I did. Um, I, you know, uh, I noticed a trend uh, for myself, and that was I watched more um, streaming, you know, via Hulu and Netflix and uh, such, uh, or yes. on the apps via my Apple TV. I noticed a, a, a anecdotally a surge in that amount of viewing compared to recording off of uh, network tv and uh, yeah, the we amount got rid of, of our uh, network tv we mm. got rid of cable mm -hmm. same uh, thing uh, the amount of uh, live tv i think since april i am i want to say that the amount of live tv we've watched has dropped to like actual zero zero yep. except for um there are a couple people in the household who uh, have a passing interest in the olympics and they yep. said, uh, "Oh, what's um, uh, tune into the Olympics?" And I, because I want to see what you know is being shown right now. So that was well tape delayed, but that was quote unquote live, right? And so, um, but other than that, gosh, I really can't think of anything. Uh, the closest I've come is uh, today is a day that new episodes come out for this show on Hulu. Uh, for example, Difficult People, and so yep. oh boy, new episode today, and so I'll watch that. For example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And but that's uh, the closest I've come. Uh, so yeah, live network TV dropped to effectively zero. Uh, streaming TV uh, big upsurge, and uh, but the amount of uh, DVR'd shows, you know, from cable and network uh, remains uh, steady. So I have a weird story to tell you. About a year and a half ago, we got rid of our cable 
for good because we watch everything streaming and we got Android TV, which is the greatest invention known to mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we watch everything on it. Everything. If it's not on Netflix, then we watch it on Android, which is great. And if it's not on Android or Netflix, then Apple has it for sure. So we've been great, right? Mm-hmm. We've been good. And uh, suddenly with the Olympics looming, we tried to use, but all we had was a basic cable subscription, but we didn't have a box or anything. We just kept basic cable because it kept our, you know, you have wireless and cable and internet. Oh, sure. So because of that threesome, you're a VIP, so you get VIP pricing. That's the only reason we kept our basic cable. Mm. So what the basic cable also gave us, though, is if there ever was live TV, we have a Watch Anywhere app where we could stream it from our smart TV. So we thought, Mm -hmm. that's awesome, win-win. So... We went to do that for the Olympics and it didn't work. For some reason, the app wouldn't work. And we called them. I'm sorry, I'm making this into a really long story, but basically, mm-hmm. my husband tied his work phone number into it. So they thought we had a commercial account, not a not a residential account. Oh. And that's why we could use the app and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So we're trying to extricate his number. So while we're doing this, I'm in a panic because the opening ceremonies are tomorrow night. What are we going to do? Because I'm a big Olympic fan. Mm. So Rick, the kind, wonderful husband that he is, went to our provider, got us a cable box. So we now have a cable box in our living room. We watch the Olympics live every day, which was awesome. They were They were incredible. I thought the televised portions because I didn't I refused to watch NBC we watched the Canadian one so because they show all the countries not just America and (laughs) and it was really great it it was just really great um and I like that they highlighted all the positive stories and not the negative anyway now I have a cable box sitting in my living room and I do not want so we need to get rid of it again and Rick's like that's okay there's not another Olympics for two years we'll just get a cable box (laughs) in two years but hopefully in two years they will have sorted out the fact that you know, it's a residential account, not a commercial, mm-hmm. and we'll be good to go again. So it's weird to me. So after the Olympics ended, the last thing we watched live was the closing ceremonies of the Olympics. <laughs> wow. And yeah, and even though there's four of us living here and sometimes six because, you know, kids have friends, um, we never turn on the television to watch anything. The only time we ever did was we turned it on to our local cable access channel because Rick wanted to see the vote of a local council meeting Mm, mm -hmm. and they didn't have it. So we turned (laughs) it off again. Like all we ever watch is internet TV. Nobody watches, um, no one watches stuff on these, on these cable. I mean, we drive by people and we see them watching like hockey games, which we know are live and stuff, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to watch my hockey live. So I'm okay. And there's enough, there are enough websites where you can stream all that stuff. So anyway, so yeah, it's a weird roundabout way of saying, even with a cable box, we never use it live. So it's a good experiment to prove that when we got rid of it, we wouldn't miss it. We weren't Mm -hmm. sure if we'd Mm -hmm. miss it. We do not miss it. Clearly. I think uh, we would because I still, um, I'm doing it, I've done it more in the past uh, month than I have in the past few months, but uh, an old habit of mine is, uh, well, it's not a habit, it's an enjoyable activity, activity, and that is to go through my TiVo app and go through the guide, you know, I'll look at like, Mm -hmm. say for example, the MGM HD channel, and all it does is uh, show uh, movies with a single interruption right in the middle, 
intermission in the middle with a couple mm-hmm. commercials and stuff like that. So that's super cool. But anyway, it was great though. Anyway, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, I'll just uh, go through the guide and I'll see what's coming. Sorry, up in Tivo. The, uh, Tivo's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, uh, I'll see what's coming up in the next week and I'll have it record things. And I enjoy see. I, I enjoy doing that. And uh, there are lots of things that I have watched that I would had never heard of and that I wouldn't have heard of had I not seen it in the guide and stuff like that. So I still enjoy cable TV for the discoverability uh, aspect of it. Um, yeah. So for me personally, I don't think I'm ready to cut the cord because I enjoy discovering new things, but the flip side uh, is that uh, a while back and I probably mentioned this, mentioned this in the last episode and that is, uh, I want to institute a policy on the TiVo that if uh, it hasn't been watched in a month, delete it because it's probably not going to get watched, you mm-hmm. know, because other for whatever reason, uh, other shows will 30 are, days and gone. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, other something else will come in ahead of it. All right. Excuse me. And uh, behind it. And, you know, that have preference and, you know, just step ahead of it, you know, in priority. And if that happens enough, well, then it's never going to get, you know, rise. And so uh, I have instituted that and it is uh, working well because uh, I've deleted a bunch of stuff of mine that I realized mm, I'm never going to get it around to this and i haven't missed it and i discover new things anyway and so my tv budget is um filled with things uh, that i have enjoyed so mm-hmm. and uh, that's a uh, i guess one step closer to uh, cutting the cord and stuff because you know it's a uh, uh, less volume of things to get through and everything so i i can imagine i can envision a future where apple is able to negotiate the contracts that it wants with uh, providers and has a cable package quote unquote mm-hmm. and you know we subscribe to that and then cut the cord so to speak you see that happening i don't i don't i apple's service apple's television service is the least user-friendly least cost-effective least inviting to me out of everybody out there oh i agree uh but that's uh because it doesn't have the contracts that it wants uh, with the providers. does it want oh i didn't know it was actively seeking it, they did for a while and then gave up uh because yeah. uh <clears throat> because netflix has them all <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no they uh uh, the the networks and Apple just couldn't get on the same uh, same page for uh, yeah. whatever reason, and so um, I don't think it's uh, money because Apple has the money. I think it's uh, the age old problem of a la carte, and mm-hmm. Apple's uh, basically went to the networks and said, "We want to provide a package that has you know channels A, B, and Z," and then uh, the network said, "Oh, that's awesome, but you also have to take A through." and right. uh, and apple's like that's retarded we don't want your pee yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so and and there it stopped and yeah. um to the cable company's you know defense um who's going to watch this really who's going to pay specifically to watch this obscure channel that no one ever watches you know well you know, I guess the Darwinian. All because and... they want to keep that that they want to keep the execs who run that network happy mm-hmm. and give them a piece of the pie. And it's like, dude, if I don't like your pie, I don't want to eat your pie. <laughs> yep. Get and, it off my plate. And so uh, I think until um, networks offer more a la carte things, um, I, I I think the immediate future for the television industry, and Apple is correct about this. It's more about that. Uh, it's the future of television is in 
the apps and okay. that is uh, what cbs is doing and that is here's the cbs app yep. you pay for a subscription to it and you get the entirety of cbs and you pay way too much by the way yes I think it's true yes is, is it's crazy as bananas expensive it's stupid expensive and here's what's aggravating though okay if you're cbs Let's say you own all of the X-Files, which they do, for example. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, maybe they don't. I don't care. So, no, that's Fox. Hang on. W pick something. I don't know. Golden Girls. I don't know what CBS <laughs> made. So, let's say they made Golden Girls. Let's just mm -hmm. say they did. Um, when you get CBS All Access, suddenly you have access to the 14 seasons of Golden Girls, right? Mm -hmm. Great. Or Murder, She Wrote, or whatever. Star Trek. Matlock. Well, this is what I'm getting to. Mm. So if you get CBS All Access and Netflix has already pulled it, did you notice? It's all the Star Treks used to be on Netflix and they took them off again, at least in Canada, mm -hmm. getting ready for CBS All Access to take them back. So anyway, CBS All Access has all the Star Treks. They're making a season. They're making mm -hmm. a fifth series. Everybody's excited. Yay. It's going to be All Access only. Correct. Yeah, that's shitty. Mm -hmm. That's shitty. If I have cable and CBS is making a television show, why can I not watch that television show without forking out money to CBS? You don't think that's going to be pirated? Excuse me? HBO has a reasonable payment structure and fee and mm -hmm. cost associated with it. And mm -hmm. Game of Thrones is already the most you know, pirated mm -hmm. show. So I'm sorry, CBS. You better not be surprised or mad when people are illegally sharing your show mm -hmm. because you're not giving us true access. Mm -hmm. I was all for CBS access when I first heard about it. When I heard they were going to make a brand new show with millions, millions of fans across the globe and only offer it from monthly freaking premium. That's wrong, 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 wrong. And now that I don't work for a for a Star Trek licensee anymore, I can say that. Guilt-free. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. And all my, you know, when I was working uh, in customer service for said company, all the people that heard about this were so upset. And I was like, it's okay, maybe, you know, and I had <laughs> to waffle on the subject. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy. I I completely agree with everybody that's that's incensed about it. I think it's ridiculous. Redonkulous. Anyway, um, let's get to some shows because it's been a good summer. There's been a lot of of really good stuff. Do you want to take turns and just pick a pick the one offs? Not our pick picks, but what did you watch that you thought was good? Uh, so I've been on vacation for the past week, and uh, I've been playing a video game. But I always like to have, not always, but I often um, like to have something on on the television in the background. Mm -hmm. And for that purpose, I have chosen something I've really gravitated toward the past month, and that is uh, Lifetime movie dramas. And uh, they, oh, are, yeah. they are the uh, height of ridiculous scenarios that uh, are just uh, you, uh, almost always focused on uh, women. And mm -hmm. as main characters and uh, str struggles that they face and, and issues that are because important you're a six year old them. woman, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess I don't know why, but I just I love every single one of them uh, because everything is just very, mm, I guess, just very average about it. You know, the acting and this writing and the production and stuff like that is all, you know, it's just all, sort of be. Yeah, it's competent, 
Uh, yeah. But nothing really stands out about it. and But at the same time, nothing's really bad about it's, it. It's comfort food. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And uh, there was one I watched uh, just yesterday that had a really surprising twist. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I actually did not see that coming. And I'm just delighted by this twist. <laughs> and... Um, and so someone some writer made their money <laughs> yep and so every now and again there's a gem uh but uh, mostly it's you know uh, things appropriate to have out in the background i guess you know because um it, you don't have to pay strict attention to it uh, at the same time uh mm-hmm. whenever you look up at it there's something going on that's interesting and so anywho uh i've uh, watched a whole bunch of the uh, lifetime movie uh network shows and um there's <laughs> one so from- funny Right. And they had um, ads for this uh, sequel to a movie they had starring Eric Roberts as a yes. some kind of serial killing uh, doctor. And sure. I, the very first time sounds I sounds like about his speech. <laughs> so the, the very first time oh. I saw that ad, I was, ad, I was like, nah, no, no, thank you. That's dumb. And then I watched a few Lifetime movies and, uh, you know, caught a few ads as I was fast forwarding through them on the Devo. And I realized, hey, you know what? I kind of want to check out this new Eric Roberts <laughs> sequel about a serial killing doctor. And so I'm totally, I set the, oh I set the Devo gosh. for the prequel and the, or the, you know, number one and sure. the number two is today. And so I can't wait to see what happens because I, now that I am in the mindset of, I know what to expect from a lifetime network drama, um, a movie that, uh, yeah, he, I'm totally, I'm totally into a- it. Perfect serial killer face. <laughs> right. He's got. He gets that perfect look of consternation. Grr. <laughs> um, this summer I watched. Um, I guess it might have even been spring, but since we haven't talked since April, I'll risk it. American Crime Story. The first season was uh, was the O.J. Simpson trial as told from the perspective of the lawyers. Oh right, right, right. It was. It was on FX on Tuesdays, and I guess it's on hiatus. So it looks like there'll be another one coming out. They'll do a different. Uh, they'll do a different. You know, famous trial, but it was excellent. Oh, really? It teleported me back perfectly mm-hmm. to the '90s. I felt like I was there. The actors they got to portray each uh, of the mm-hmm. lawyer, well, of everybody. Oh, they were they were all really good, and seeing it from the lawyers' perspective perspective was also awesome because i mean it's no spoilers what happened but Mm -hmm. when you remember sort of what happened and how it unfolded you thought you thought what is wrong with these people why couldn't they you know why couldn't they do what they had to do and and uh it's just really it's just a really interesting other side approach seeing what people actually thought and how people acted when they were around him as opposed to privately you know, like, it's okay, Juice, you know, you'll be okay, everything's cool. And then in private, they were like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> mm. it was just kind of that sort of stuff. It was really good. I highly recommend it as a one-off. Um, it doesn't have too many episodes. It's just 10 episodes, but every single one, it's slower paced, but it's, but it's deep. Like, it's, it, it's a good, it's a good, emotionally solid, you know. Oh, I couldn't get enough of it. Like I watched three or four a day for a week and got and ate them all up. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Uh, I paid. Uh, my attention was wrapped. <laughs> you know, uh, during that time, uh, I remember my mom oh, and I were just mm-hmm. all over that case. You know, like. Uh, uh, well, it was the first time they televised a case like that. They it made court TV famous. It made mm-hmm. Rivera famous. It made 
you know, Nancy Grace famous. <laughs> like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, we mm-hmm. didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it'll take you back to that. Like, you'll you'll have fond memories of you and your mom, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being like turning on the TV and going, what happened today? Or turning it on in the middle of the day and going, what's going on? You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and another Midsummer replacement I watched was called American Gothic. I know that these are all Americans. I'm only on the A's, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, American Gothic is a cute little one-off too, but it's going to keep going. Um, it's just a, a prominent Boston family that's att- attempting to redefine itself in the wake of a chilling discovery that links their recently deceased patriarch to a string of murders spamming decades you know it's one of those Mm -hmm. and i thought i watched a couple i thought oh this isn't moving along really quickly and it's not as gritty as i hoped and then bam it got really gritty and and it's it has a lot of twists and turns and you never know who to suspect and uh the casting's excellent you know, I love when the brothers look like each other and their dad, and I love when the sisters look like each other and their <laughs> mom. Um, and the casting of the younger selves, like the young actors portraying them as children, is excellent. Um, anyway, it's it's a good story. It's a good kind of who done it. He did. No, he didn't. She did. No, she didn't. He did. Wait, they both did. No, none of them did. Um, it's one of those. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else did I watch? Uh, I watched The Bachelorette. That was a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Big Brother was really fun this summer. It's not quite done yet, but it was really, it was really fun. There wasn't any horrible racism. There wasn't any horrible, mm. you know, nobody self-destructed. Um, it was. Just, it's just fun. It's just a good romp this this year. Oh, one I did want to mention to you, which uh, which came out earlier in the year. And it was on Showtime in the spring. Was Billions? Oh, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen a single frame. Yeah, Billions is worth your time as well. Um, I might even choose it in an upcoming week and talk about it more. But Billions is excellent. Billions is Paul Giamatti and Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis is from Homeland. Paul Giamatti is from Everything Good Ever Made. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. Uh, so you'll love that. And that's me done A and B. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to skip all the way to T. Uh, okay. I stumbled upon it again, a discoverability time, and I just totally binged on like, I don't know, eight or nine episodes all at once. And that is a show called Tiny Luxury. It's on the Do It Yourself Network. I've heard about this. And it is all about tiny houses. like Yes. How- Complete houses that are like 200 square feet. Yeah, they're in a trailer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, the show, Tiny Luxury, is all about uh, this uh, manufacturer of one of them. It's a family business and they go to the client and, you know, what do you want? And they, you know, the client talks all about what they're going to do and what they're after. And then they uh, talk, uh, show building it and they talk about the difficulties faced in, you know, putting everything together and then they reveal it to the customer and you know there are happies all around but anyway um i'm just i'm, I'm totally enamored with the subject because i just uh, am fixating on the idea of what it would be like to live in a, a tiny house and mm-hmm. uh one thing i like about the idea is that uh, it would mean it would force you not to you know become buried in stuff 
you know you would not have clutter really because you don't you, have a choice yeah you literally can't afford to have clutter because uh you need to get from you know one room to the other and so uh it is i like the minimalist you know furniture and design you know aesthetic generally and so uh tiny houses are by you know have to be that to a certain degree but at the same time they're luxury tiny houses and so uh they have all kinds of really interesting things here and there that really add to convenience of life uh, you know life improvements type kind of stuff that are really neat and <clears throat> it's interesting to see them solve different problems with such limited space and everything and the whole tiny house movement i guess is it a movement really um it's just a fascinating <clears throat> idea no it's a um <clears throat> yeah movement fad i don't know what it is yeah, but fad, it's, at least yeah but it's it's like anything right there's stuff mm -hmm. that never existed 20 years ago that is everywhere now like mm -hmm. reality tv shows and <laughs> you know mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. so uh that's been interesting and i like it from the building <clears throat> perspective there are other tiny house shows out there like tiny house hunting and stuff like that you know i have i watched a couple of a couple of them and um, but none have really grabbed my interest as much as seeing the tiny house planned and then built and then used you know it's, it's very interesting and yep. so uh, if I was, you know, on my own or something, I think I would probably try to do a tiny house, uh, like one that was fixed in place, you know, not on a trailer. Um, yes. And yes. Uh, because I don't really have an interest in, you know, hauling my house hither and yon. Um, so, uh, but uh, the idea... Neither hither nor yon. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, the idea of starting small with a really cheap price, you know, compared to a regular house, that is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just seeing how it goes as a, you know, young person just starting out, that, that might not be too bad at all. And so... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, it's interesting. I, 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 think I, of, I think about the sacrifices, you know. And uh, one of the things I've thought about, it's kind of a weird thing to like think about. Like stretching in the morning. <laughs> right. Is um, if you're in a mansion, uh, I, I've always thought this, and I, I don't know why it's one of the weirdest things I've thought, but uh, if you live in a mansion, I wonder how much time you spend getting places compared to someone who lives in a smaller place. For example, if you're in bed and you want to drink water or you know something that's in the refrigerator, how far do you have to go to do that? And how much time do you spend doing that and is let's say it takes five whole minutes to get to the refrigerator it's and exercise back. you know uh is that amount of time you know worth you know uh, uh, versus someone else who it only reaches takes a, over yeah, yeah who only takes a minute so uh if someone is living in a smaller house but then also has four minutes you know more if you're to living things. in a mansion you mm -hmm. reach over you flip the intercom and say martha bring me water but <laughs> there you go. not only that is there is a happy medium we live in a small house we don't mm -hmm. live in a tiny house but it's mm -hmm. small and i love it because we bought it when the kids were you know t uh, let's say 10 and 8 they were probably seven and five. Yeah, seven and five. Mm -hmm. And 13 years later, now that we're becoming empty nesters one kid at a time, it's the perfect size for us going into retirement. It might have felt a little cramped when our kids were, you know, going through their teens, mm -hmm. but it's easy to keep clean. And <laughs> we have a big mm -hmm. yard where we run around outside, but inside the house is not big. So um, um, I... We definitely don't need room for more stuff, and we definitely don't need a McMansion. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're ridiculous. I think people 
got rid of outdoor space and put indoor space on their lots, which drives me crazy. You know, you drive through these newer cities that have these houses that are just all on, you know, like you buy a nice size lot, but then you fill the lot with house and you have no green space Mm -hmm. and you have no privacy Mm -hmm. from your neighbors and you have no trees and your kids have nowhere to play Mm -hmm. and you can't garden and you can't mow the lawn, which is what people want because they're working so hard to pay for the size of the house that they don't have time to do any of that outdoor shit anyway. And Mm -hmm. we've veered off onto a weird tangent, but anyway, um, (laughs) Yeah, that's one. That's definitely a show that I heard about that I wanted to check out. Um, we're running out of time fast. We should probably talk about our picks. Do you have a pick? Um, I had one and then I forgot it. Uh, oh, no. Uh, what's yours? Haha. <laughs> I thought for sure you'd pick this one. It's Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like nothing else to talk about on, <laughs> on uh, like ever. Stranger <laughs> Things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen them all, so don't go nuts. Ooh. I know I'm I'm through four in, but no oh, three three. Anyway, ho- but holy doodle! <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I can't say anything except it's it's just it's pretty much what you'd want your any show to be. Mm. It, they've just done such a good job with um. Oh, how do I explain it? So it's set in the 80s, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's like you just jumped in a time warp and went back to the 80s. Like the hair and the clothes and the music and everything's perfectly done. Attitudes, how people are, how they talk, you know, mm-hmm. it's really well done. Like I said to I said to Rick last night while we were watching, you know, my son was laughing about the phone. You know, no, oh, you guys had to use, use to dial phones. And I'm just like, but that doesn't feel like it was that long ago. You know, like it's only <laughs> 30 years ago. But then I realized, well, when we were watching Happy Days, that was only a 20 year ago show. And we thought it was ancient, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. look at the look at those clothes. And, you know, people had to use Morse code to talk to each other. Like, you know, watching <laughs> shows that are 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm are ancient so feeling so i'm really feeling the 80s i'm feeling the the hair and the classes a lot Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. like i basically looked like barb when i was in grade 10 (laughs) Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um i just love it i love that it's the right amount of scary and the right amount of creepy and but it moves along at a good pace like it's not like it's all set up for eight shows and then everything happens in the last two shows it's like stuff happens right away Mm -hmm. it's you know like a lot of stuff happens right away. Um, uh, here's how uh, good uh, Stranger Things is, people at home. Uh, there are three things that are pretty much automatic no's for me to watch a series about. And uh, the one is in no order. One is it's set in the 80s, the decade I care the least about. Right. Uh, it involves children as the main characters, uh, urchins, right. and as a musical. Uh, Stranger Things is two out of those three. And I watched every episode could not wait to see the next episode. Uh, we binged like f- three, four at a time, and yeah. uh, we only stopped because oh, it's time. It was getting really late. It's you four know. in the morning, <laughs> you know. And so it is. Uh, it is so good. It totally swept away my first two objections, and uh, it is so interesting and compelling and well done. That uh, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I don't care that it's set in the eighties and the main characters are children. Uh, I I would like to know more. <laughs> no, the eighties. The 80s adds that perfect nuance to it, 
right? Because of, I think just because in the 80s, we couldn't look up all this stuff on the internet. You couldn't Google that doctor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just mm-hmm. adds that. And you couldn't, you couldn't use cell phones and your phones were attached to the wall. Like I think mm-hmm. the 80s gives it a lot of the, uh, a lot of the reason any of this can happen without the town being shut down by the government immediately <laughs> are because it's still in the 80s and nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Um, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so the, it has to be set in the 80s, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to have certain technology without having all of it. Um, and then, but the children thing, until you said that, I didn't even think of that. Like, I don't even, that's how good they are. I didn't think, oh, it's a bunch a bunch of pesky kids i didn't even think of that they're so good mm-hmm. like yeah clearly it's it's you know the front runners of the show are, ch- are children but they're but they're really good mm-hmm. and they act their age it's not like they're acting like 11 year olds who have a 20 20 year olds dialogue mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. Yes. they are the nine-year-olds or 11 year olds we all were um and they say stupid things and they treat each other stupidly. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think the way they are is it's really good. And the teenagers be- behavior is spot on as well. Spot oh, yeah. On. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the grownups behavior, you know, the only one that actually is trying to figure stuff out and might have a clue to things the fact things are weird is you know considered the town loony i mean it's all mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. really accurate it's really accurate um yeah can't say enough about uh, it compelling it compelling story uh, uh compelling story compelling actors uh compelling production mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah and they you just use the- actors from the 80s like the grown-ups that they're using that are the stars of the show were big last in the 80s. Uh, like, I love it. I just, I can't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, it just got so meta for me. And I don't know who the Duffer brothers are, mm-hmm. but whoever they are, they've just gone from, uh, they did work on uh, Wayward Pines, by the way, which again, you like the pacing of that one. Remember you said mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you, I still haven't seen it. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, can't say enough about Stranger Things. So that has to be today's pick to launch back into the fall season watch stranger <laughs> things if you haven't it's available on netflix and android tv <laughs> uh so that show is about heroes my uh, pick will be about villains and i'm going to pick uh, difficult people uh, which airs <laughs> on uh, hulu and it's uh, uh i checked and i have not picked it before even though i i'm sure i've talked about it but it stars uh, julie klausner and uh, billy eisner and they uh oh my goodness they right? uh, they play uh just assholes and uh and i heard all about uh, this <laughs> and um they i i i don't want to like undersell it you know with negativity and you know like turn people off of the show but it's basically basically a show of two assholes who never win and shouldn't because they're terrible people <laughs> and right. uh they're extremely self-centered and they uh it, what is interesting about uh this show is that it's um uh, two characters who are so self-involved it is so interesting to see the world through their lens and uh, the misadventures that happen to them because it's uh, that is their own fault it's just i don't know it's so compelling and amusing to watch and um it's very adult and it's very you know I'm trying to answer the question even in my in my own head. Why would I want to watch a show about two assholes? You know, right. <laughs> but right. um, 
it, I don't know what it is really. It's it's difficult for me to put into words. It's just the jokes are hilarious. Um, here's one that just uh, put me on the floor. Uh, one of the characters' mother is trying to record a video will, and so right. she she got a uh, camera to do that. <laughs> and the name of the camera is the Fonda Four Thousand, and it's <laughs> uh, supposed to. She uh, says she's talking to herself, and she says it's supposed to be really big for that Netflix show or something. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. But this camera is, looks really nice. And so anyway, it's just a video camera with two giant orange spotlights on top of it. You know. And uh, uh, she's reading the manual about how to set it up. And the manual says, you know, uh, so to, you know, use a find a 5,000, you know, be sure to apply everything. And so she picks up a jar of Vaseline you know, to oh, put on the no. lens. Oh, my God, that is so funny because that is a technique that was used to soften wrinkles, you know. Uh, to you yes, know, blur the you. lens, and so, uh, but it's just a throwaway joke, you know. No one but someone old like me, I guess, would even understand. Would really appreciate why it. that's yeah. funny in the slightest. Uh, but uh, when she, and so that the whole show is, you know, just digs at things that I find amusing, amusing, oh, and for sure. it is a very particular flavor of show. I, it's difficult for me to defend it because you know, it's. I guess it's like. Um, uh, some weird drink, you know, either you like it or you don't. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, no, I get it. I get it. It's like the moment that Henry Winkler was the lawyer in Arrested Development. And during a court <laughs> session, he went into the bathroom and he was about to comb his hair and he stopped and he made the shrug, right? Mm -hmm. With his arms wide. And I was on the floor laughing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and the fact that it was ron howard who narrates it and i mean <laughs> right. it was just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was i couldn't breathe and my daughter was like i don't get it and i'm like i know <laughs> it's okay <laughs> you know and i explained it to her and she was like yeah sure whatever that's funny but it was just a it was just the small little moment that oh it's it's like a treasure right these little easter eggs of of joy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so, all right, well, next week we will start with our, uh, oh, and by the way, Difficult People was on my maybe list. I just moved it onto my yes list, thanks to you. So oh, thanks right a lot. Yay, yeah. I helped. <laughs> well, I saw Billy interviewed and uh, it, it looks, I mean, just how he talked about it. Um, mm -hmm. And I love Billy on the street and I love him in every, I loved him in Parks and Rec. Like he's just, and Amy Poehler's an executive producer and she can do no wrong. So uh, I'll definitely watch that. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, plan, look forward to our fall 2016 preview extravaganza. We, if we can mm -hmm. do it in one episode, we will. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, and then, yeah. Yeah. Away we go back into fall TV. Yes, back in business. Woot! Just to sum up, I picked straight. I chose Stranger Things, which has a Rotten Tomato score of ninety, and you picked Difficult People, which has a Rotten Tomato score of eighty-five. Oh, right on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And both uh, both have been renewed by the by Stranger Things mm -hmm. and uh, Difficult People. Oh, and while we were recording, I was looking up shows that were canceled that wouldn't be coming back this fall that were on my list that you know of my. Oh, mm hmm. Mm hmm. And surprisingly there are only a few but each one i was like what oh <laughs> so hmm. we can talk about all that during the during the fall the fall preview i'm excited to talk to you next week me too me too me too you can find us at 30 minute com, right uh no. uh 
No, maybe you can't. You can find us on Facebook <laughs> at facebook.com forward slash 30 minute series. And uh, the the website is uh, 30 minute series.wordpress.com. Third.wordpress.com. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, I will talk to you next week. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Have fun. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs>